Welcome to the Sloppy Seconds Podcast. The NFL playoffs have started, which means the most exciting time of year is upon us. Draft season. A time where every fan thinks they're a good GM and spits their ideas for a successful offseason. Well, guess what? The Bears have the number one pick, and I brought on Yeehaw, who's a diehard Bears fan. Should they take a QB at one? We'll discuss that in the pod. Please enjoy, and thanks for listening. Welcome back to the Sloppy Seconds Podcast. I'm joined by my good buddy, Nihal. Nihal is arguably the biggest Bears fan I know, maybe behind Gilman. How's it going, buddy? What's up? Yeah, definitely behind Gilman on that one. <laughs> Gilman's hard to beat. He, he puts his predictions on Twitter, and he will die at any grave with the Bears going 11-6 and six every year. Um, but I just wanted to ask, the Bears end the season 3-14 and 14 after starting the year 2-1. and one. How did you feel the season went as a whole? Okay, overall, obviously, like, I don't think there's any consolation. Well, overall, when you finish the worst in the league, like, that's disappointing. Totally mm-hmm. and utterly disappointing. But I, there is consolation, actually. It, it, the, the consolation is Justin Fields. By right. far, the, the one part of this team that everyone would like to see show like some strides from mm-hmm. his rookie year and I, and I think he did exactly that and we got the number one overall pick I guess finishing terrible I mean like that that's sort of a prize right there so I, I mean I, I'm I'm in a good spot as a Bears fan okay so is it as a fan that obviously really cares about the team doesn't really puts the team above fantasy football there's a watching the team go one in 13 to close the year even though it's you know it, ideally you'd want to get the highest pick possible uh, you'd want to lose games for the for the good of the, te- of the team. Does it make it worse to watch the games? Because, you know, part of you wants to win, but part of you wants to get the pick. How does that feel like when you're actually watching the game during a tanking season? No, don't get me wrong. I definitely – I go – went into each game. I would say after – let's see. After that, like, string of five games I think when when we started against New England and then we had five games in a row all close pretty close games like Dallas kind of blew us out but mm-hmm. all pretty close games Justin Fields playing well I probably went into every week expecting a loss but just happy to see us like fight and like come close mm-hmm. and then Justin Fields playing out of his mind so like I would say I wouldn't really care it sucks when you lose like like example, like when you lose to the Falcons, that sucks. Losing right. to Detroit by a point, that sucks. Losing to Green Bay, like that's the game I really wanted. I I went in wanting to win for sure. Like I feel like I still go into every game wanting to win, but like this year specifically, I don't think I was even a bit disappointed for any of those games, other than the Packers game, which I thought we could steal a win in Week 13. But like other than that, I don't think I went into a single game expecting us to win and was like super disappointed when we lost. Oh, the Commanders game was terrible too. I was like, <laughs> pissed after. I was so pissed after that game. But other than the Commanders and the and the Packers game, I don't think I was actually like upset after a loss. Yeah, Carson Wentz, I think might have won that game, throwing twelve times. I'm I'm pretty sure. But um, no, ideally, I guess you're right. You'd want to win these games, high scoring every time, but still, still lose, but just exciting. So you're not right. The and I mean, they, they did exactly that for like five, six weeks in a row. It was it was really fun to watch. I think every Bears fan can agree that like after that Commanders game, for those like six weeks where Justin Fields was running for like a hundred yards a game and Khalil Herbert was playing out of his mind, like that that was super fun to watch. Right. And, 
we got the loss, which helped the team, and we got our fill of like good Bears offensive football, which we don't get to see often. So I, I think it was kind of a win-win. Right. And then going back, yeah, Carson Wentz had, was 12-22, 99 yards and a dub. Dude, that game so, was yeah, that's just brutal. Not yeah. pretty. But so I just wanted to read you some stats from the season. And I just want you to get I just want you to guess where the Bears ranked in, in these categories, okay? Okay. Points allowed. Uh I want to say third. Like third most points allowed. So like twenty but thirtieth? Yeah. Uh okay, they were thirty second, so they were dead last. Okay, all right. I should I, I don't know why I thought it'd be a trick question. <laughs> I should have just said that. How many to, how many where did they rank in total yards given up? That one, I'll say, I'll say third from last for that one. Hopefully, it's not last. Close, 29th, so fourth. Okay, yeah. Rushing yards allowed. Rushing yards allowed. I, I want to say, I don't think we were like all the way at the bottom. I'd probably say like 26, 27. Second to last. Oh, geez. How many sacks? Last, I know we had yep. the least sacks. Yep, last, and then rushing touchdowns allowed. Uh, let me guess for last. Yep, last. <laughs> okay. But that being said, three and fourteen, worst team in the league this year. I have to ask, and I think it might be obvious. What do you want the Bears to do with that pick? Would you trade down or select someone at one? The more – so the more I, like, look at these, like, mock drafts and, like, oh, potential – oh, who can trade up for our pick or, you know, what what are we going to do with the number one pick? I'm leaning towards just keep it. I think mm-hmm. at this point now I want to just get, like, a Will Anderson. Mm-hmm. I want to lock down a, a great edge rusher on a rookie contract, you know, a position that – I think, it, like I said, it always comes down to O-line, D-line. If you have good O-line, good D-line, you'll always be an average to above average football team. I think that that's the case for literally almost every team in the league that has a that a good to above average D-line and O-line. So I think we just got to start building from there, and then the rest of the pieces will fall in place. Like, I, I think the most important thing is we just get a good D-line. So I, I'm thinking Will Anderson. So you, you, you want a blue chipper, a good a guy that – is one of the best, better prospects probably, or edge prospects in a while. Right. I miss, one of the craziest college seasons. That makes sense. But there's a lot of Bears fans and a lot of Twitter warriors that will say you, you're an asshole and, and you're an idiot for wanting that, that you want to get a fill a positional need at one instead of trading down for, you know, Brock Purdy, Trey Lance, Nick Bosa, um, <laughs> you know, Debo Samuel. I, I, I don't even know if that's enough, to, honestly, to trade down. What do you say to the to the haters say that say fuck you? You need to trade down. You cannot draft a blue chipper at one. Well, like we like we say, like these guys love to play Madden, bro. Like it's <clears throat> what are you gonna do when it comes draft day and like no team actually wants to pay the price that we're asking? You know what I mean? Right. <clears throat> we keep doing these hypotheticals, like oh, we could trade down for the Seahawks, like. Uh, what do they have? Fifth and fourth and twentieth, or fifth and twentieth, or fifth? Yeah, it's like fourth and twentieth, or fourth and nineteen, or fifth and nineteen, or something. Yeah, or like the Lions two first round. Who's to say that these guys need quarterbacks? Like, what if we get to draft day and nobody's impressed with Bryce Young? Like, this is we're so far out 
<clears throat> my opinion right now, as it stands, it should be take Will Anderson at one. He, in my opinion, is the most valuable and most appealing person in the draft to be taken at number one. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're – obviously, well, we'll talk about it later, but, like, I, I you know, I, I'm not looking for a quarterback personally. So, like, I think why not keep the number one? We take Will Anderson and we're good. I don't know if any of these teams are going to be dying to give up, like, a haul for the first overall pick when you got guys like Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Will Levis. Mm-hmm. I don't know if those guys are, like, groundbreaking talents. Like, you got a Caleb Williams coming next year. You know, there's already better quarterbacks in college that aren't even in the draft. So it's like, why are we expecting to receive such a huge haul for a first overall pick? I'm not convinced that, like, we even get what these people are saying. Right. I I think everyone assumes that because you have the number one pick, that you're going to get this insane haul. I've heard three first round picks thrown in there. I've heard DJ Moore, uh, Burns, and another first in there. Like, these crazy hauls that... You know, in, in other quarterback classes that might work out, like a Trevor Lawrence, or I mean, I, whoever has one is probably not going to trade down from Trevor Lawrence, but you would have to s- assume that one of these teams views these quarterbacks like as a franchise guy that's going to be there for 10 plus years. And I think the other thing that hurts is like the positional placement of some of these teams. You know, the Bears have Justin Fields. Most likely they're not going to look for a quarterback, right? Texans are going to get a quarterback at two, right? Is, is that Bryce Young? Is that C.J. Stroud? Whatever. Cardinals don't need a quarterback, right? They have Kyler Murray, so they might trade back. Colts might need one. But that, that's where you run into that issue. Do the Colts love C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young way more than the others? Or are they? do they view them all the same and would be okay with one of them? You know what I mean? So that's yeah. that's the big the big issue. Um, and actually, you answer the next one. Would a team trade up to get one? Do you think that is realistic or do you think that's – the Bears are going to end up ultimately picking at one. Yeah, like I said, I, I mean, I don't disagree. Like when you say like, oh, there's, you know, Bears fans want to trade down. I don't disagree with that. I, I would love to trade down if the right opportunity arises. It's just like we have to evaluate. Like if we are playing this like, you know, like if Ryan Poles wants to play these mind games, like, oh, we're going to evaluate each position. If they're, if mm-hmm. a quarterback blows my mind, we'll pick a quarterback or – you know, like, obviously, that's necessary to, like, before a draft, you don't want to give up, you don't want to show your hand. Mm-hmm. But if we get to that point and, like, we don't really have, like, a clear-cut idea of what we want, I think we're going to be screwed. Like, we, we need to I, – I think, as a Bears fan, if we can trade down to, like, Seahawks two first-rounders, right, or the Colts two first-rounders, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. But you just have to look at what's realistic. Like, the, the Lions might not even want a quarterback. The Seahawks might not even want a quarterback. I mean, if we, if we get closer to draft day and these quarterbacks look like the real deal, I think obviously that puts more emphasis and more value on our picks. But mm-hmm. I think realistically, I feel like we're going to end up drafting uh, Will Anderson at one. Okay. So let's play a little game. I'm going to give you scenarios, and I want you to grade them on how happy you'll be if it actually happens. So like A, A minus, B, B plus, C plus, whatever. Okay. Okay. Scenario one, Bears draft Will Anderson at one. A. Okay. Bears trade down to picks four through nine and draft the best defensive player available that is not Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. Well... Obviously, it depends on the haul. So let's just say a realistic haul. They get that first-round pick, maybe 
and then another next year, like next year's first or something. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably say B minus. I mean, yeah. I mean, B minus just because I don't think with the cap space we have, I don't think we need to draft a million players. Like we don't need to trade down to get a million picks, right? Like my, my opinion is let's just get the best player possible at the, at the number one pick. Mm-hmm. And then let's move along and, and try to make strides in free agency. That that would be my ideal scenario. So I, I'd probably give like trading down and getting like a non Carter and Anderson defensive player like in this draft. Yeah, I, I'd give it a B minus. Okay, scenario three: Bears don't trade for a superstar wide receiver and do not draft one in the first two rounds. So they trade down, they get multiple picks, and they, they do not get a receiver within the first two rounds. No, no weapons are gotten through trade. And no weapons are drafted within the first two rounds. So whether it's a QB, defense, yeah, O line, whatever, uh, no weapons for Justin or or the new quarterback, and no superstar like no Adams, no Hopkins. I would give it a C C plus only under the assumption that they heavily invest in their O line in. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of the wide receiver, like you're saying, like if they not, if they're not drafting wide receivers, it better be O line related. So let's say they get a lot of O linemen. <clears throat> let's say they, they they invest heavily in O line in the off season. They draft some good O line or some young O linemen in the draft rounds one and two. Maybe get Orlando is Orlando Brown from the Chiefs. Yeah. So they they invest a lot of offensive linemen. Would that be okay? in that sense, and then you're running it back with Mooney, another year of Komet, Claypool, and then maybe you sign one in the free agency. Obviously, the free agent class for wide receiver isn't that good, or you get one in the later rounds. Is, would that be something that you're pissed at or you're, like, okay with as long as you're protecting Justin? I think I think I'd be concerned. That's why I'd give it a C. I mean, like, because I'd be concerned. I think any, any Bears fan would be concerned that, like, we're running it back with the same exact weapons as we had. But I feel like the more I think about it, these quarterbacks, like Daniel Jones is a great example. These guys are doing a lot with nothing. Mm-hmm. So why can't we sort of replicate that if we just bolster the things that are obviously our biggest weakness? Like, would you say receivers are biggest weakest, biggest weakness, or would you say our O-line's our biggest weakness? I, I mean, I would say O-line and defense is the biggest weakness. Right. So – in my opinion, let's put the emphasis on the things that are like absolutely dead last in the league. Like you said, our defense and our, our O line. Mm-hmm. We gave up the most sacks this year, so why not invest in O line? Um, as a like, as somebody who wants to see like, you know, crazy football, like oh, you want to see a Devonte Adams on your team, or like you said, like a big name receiver. I'd be a little bit disappointed because, yeah, you would love to see Justin Fields like have like a number one clear cut guy, but mm-hmm. I don't think it would be the end of the world if we had to run it back with those guys, but we just had the right O line around him to protect him. Okay, that makes sense. And then last scenario: Bears draft a QB in the first round. F. 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 Not even considering it. No, I'm not. So it would be a waste. It would be a complete so, waste. So, so Ryan Poles, you know, everyone loves Ryan Poles. He did a good job tanking. He came in, his regime, he never drafted Justin Fields. You know, he didn't give him any weapons going into the year. 
just tanked it, sold all the defense, no good linemen. You you would be absolutely pissed if the new regime said, I want my guy and I want this to be, you know, it's on my shoulders. I want it built this way. And he drafted like a Bryce Young. You, you That's F. Like you won't, you wouldn't buy in. You, you would be pissed. Would you throw away your jerseys? Would you ever watch a game? Like how would you feel? Like I said, I think if we drafted Bryce Young, right, I, mm-hmm. I would be – I'd be livid. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care about this whole, like, oh, it's the GM, it's the new GM, they want his own guys. Like, you're given a good quarterback. I mean, if you want to call Justin Fields good at this point, I, I think he's worth it. I think he's good. Could you say could you say the project? He, he, he's still a project. He's, he's a, still a project. He's not a it's, it's a thing. project that's coming along. It, it, there's progress. Show we've seen okay. the progress. I, I, in my opinion, I, there's definitely been progress. So, if we were to just give up on something that we've invested two years in, mm-hmm. and start over with somebody that you have no idea how they're going to play in the pros, and to be fair, let's be completely honest, every Alabama quarterback of the last ten years that's been in the league has not been good. Jury's out on Mac Jones. We don't know yet. I mean, if you're saying jury's out on Mac Jones and Tua, like if those are the two best, no, I mean, no, Tua sucks, bro. Tua sucks. Yeah. Tua awful. He, he underthrows <laughs> everything. Tyree kills the MVP. I couldn't believe that he was getting MVP chatter. Okay, that was just full on. There was not a lot of options. Just uh, Josh Allen was going terrorist mode. He was throwing deep balls every second. Like it, they just had to throw someone there at three. They just gave Tua a, a, a charity. <laughs> hey, man, like. I, I feel bad for you. You're third in MVP voting. Like, that's that's all that was. And then Mac Jones, you could say, is arguably – imagine Vic Vangio is your OC. That's what happened to that guy. <laughs> Dude, I, yeah. I mean, Patricia, that's fair. The guy got canned from the Lions in, like, what, two seasons? The guy was awful. Yeah, well, I don't know how he got an offensive coordinating job. I, I really don't know. But long story short, I, I don't know if you can compare Bryce Young to Tua and Mac Jones, but I, I feel like – you're in a great situation at Alabama. I feel like your stats are bound to be a bit inflated over your capabilities. I don't know if Bryce Young's an answer. And, like, look at Justin Fields physically. Like, people say, like, oh, there's this, you know, prototype, like, quarterback build. Like, I feel like Justin Fields has that build, right? And he's way more bigger. He's, he's bigger. He's more durable. Mm-hmm. He, I think he's going to be – he's way better on his feet than Bryce Young will ever be. I, I don't think Bryce Young is – a fix for anything we have going on with our team. I, I feel like it's just going to cause more issues drafting any type of quarterback. So I think there's a lot of sin. I think there's a lot of like prototype syndrome. I, I don't even know what it's what the word would be for this, but I feel like people see like a Jalen Hurts, where you know a, a run first QB turns into a, a pretty good passer, and then he's on a really good team, and everyone goes, "But look." He could be that. You know who we saw this with? Drew Brees. After Drew Brees, I feel like, or even Russell Wilson, every short guy in the league was like, oh, he could be the next Drew Brees. Or he could be the next Russell Wilson. You know, like Baker, right? When Baker went one overall, oh, you know, he's like Brett Favre. But he, he's got that, that attitude. And we've seen Drew Brees with success in his, his stature. I feel like that's what happens where – you see like a Jalen Hurts or a Lamar Jackson, every run first quarterback, every guy that could rush is all of a sudden compared to him. And then we assume that they will be the next person. But I think it's, you think it's fair to say that Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson are like, you know, outliers that they're one of one, maybe they're not like, how common do you think that would be? 
Well, yeah, I, I they're definitely Lamar Jackson is definitely an outlier in, right. in terms of like his build and and what he does on the field. But I mean, Jalen Hurts, I, I don't think he's like an outlier. I, I think it's pretty. I, I think Justin Fields could be a Jalen Hurts easily. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're that far from it. You you don't think it's possible? I mean, he, his passing was he, he was a good passer at Ohio State. I, I don't think it's unreasonable to say that Justin Fields could reach that level. Maybe not in a year. I, I don't know if he can just go in his third year. Like, well, Jalen Hurts is in his third year, right? Um, yes. Yeah, I, I don't. Full year starting. Right. I, I don't know if I would go as far as to say Justin Fields is going to play like Jalen Hurts did this year, but I think he's on the right track towards that ability. I, I don't think that's like unreasonable to say. Mm-hmm. I. Justin or Jalen Hurts has the best O line in the league, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And he's playing like this. Like, as a Bears fan, all I would want to say is like, what if we give an O line to Justin Fields like that? I don't see why he couldn't do exactly what he's doing. Granted, he does have two receivers that are way better than our two receivers. Not, fair enough. And yep. a tight end who's also better than our tight end. Fair enough. But I, I don't see why if we get a great O line why we can't at least have some sort of offensive output that's, you know, a portion or, or close to what the Eagles did this year. Yeah, I think that's fair. You're right. This is Hurts' third year. Um, came on for once in 2020 and then started last year, and then this year is another full year starting. Um, I do I do will say I do think Jalen Hurts is good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's bad, but I do think – it's a little premature to say this guy is like great and equates to like wi- like a winning a championship like type style of play. It, I, last year they got blown out by the Bucks. This year, I think I mean we'll see what they do in the playoffs, right? They still have to put, they have to play the Giants now this week. But if let's say they lose round one and, and Hertz doesn't look sharp passing the ball, they can't really move the rock except for his legs. Does it sustain? Does does that equal that play style equal winning? I mean, we see the same with Lamar Jackson. He has one playoff win, and missed ten games the last two years. Um, I definitely think it's a, it's exciting brand of football, but I don't, I don't think it's an awful take to say the Bears take a QB at one. No, I I, I don't think it's awful. Like, or, 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 maybe not even at one. Yeah, no, and and don't get me wrong. I don't think it's the end of the world if we if we draft a quarterback. I will certainly be livid, and I, I will be very upset. Like that's definitely not what I want to see as a fan. That's definitely not where I would like to see us. Like I, I don't want to go in that direction. But like you said, with the new GM, new coach, these guys might see it differently. Because let's look at this honestly. We drafted Justin Fields basically because Nagy didn't want to lose his job. I mean, that was like his last-ditch effort to, like, hang on, mm-hmm. was it not? Right. Same with Ryan Pace, right? Yeah. Like They pretty much had to. Yeah. It, it, was, it was like their hand was forced. Who knows if, you know, in their eyes, if they really thought Justin Fields was the guy or they thought maybe we could take this guy and, and you know, we could get lucky with him. Mm-hmm. I think – there's something to be said about that, but we also have to look at this year and the way Getsy's play calling has changed for Fields and the success we've had in that sense. And I don't see why we couldn't do that 
better next year with an actual defense that's not going to give up the most points in the league. Like, that's what I'm saying. We, we went 3-14 and 14 this year, but realistically, we were in four or five of those games that we lost. We were in till the last possession of the game, right? Yeah. So, like, what changes that? If we get a – that's what I'm saying. If we get a Will Anderson, people who are actually getting to the fucking quarterback, if we get people who can stop Justin Fields from getting sacked four times in one drive, who's not to say we win those games? I don't think we're super, super far off from, you know, being an 8-9 win team next year. Mm-hmm. So I, I, feel I, like- I think the I think worst case scenario what would happen would be, you know, you spend the hundred eighteen million dollars, you get a team that's ready to contend, and then it turns out your quarterback realistically isn't that good and it can't carry. Right, I think and it, and it, 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 it shades of Mitch Trubisky. After they went eleven and three, they're like Mitch is that guy. He was getting you know underdog MVP odds, and then he totally shit the bed, and it was over. The, the run was over from there. You have to nail that QB spot. So I, I'm not saying that Tr- Justin Fields is Mitch Trubisky already, right? We already know what Mitch is. There's a question mark with Justin Fields, though. I see. That's the thing. Like, I want to go into next year, like with with the mindset that this guy could definitely improve, and he's going to improve. I, I firmly believe he will, because. I mean, if we look at his passing stats realistically, yeah, they were they were not good. There's not really much you can say other than what he had 17 touchdowns, which isn't bad. He's scoring in the red zone, looks like like, but I don't think you could go in to a new season with the mentality of oh, this guy's not that great. Let's just draft another quarterback. It, it's resetting. We're basically just pushing our franchise out a few more years. Like, there's nothing. I don't think there would be anything good next year that would come out of drafting Bryce Young. If, okay. if we were to draft Bryce Young, we would be, in my opinion, I don't think we'd be better if we if we drafted him. We would no way, in no way be better. I don't think it, it's a gamble worth taking. Long story short, it's just not a gamble worth taking. Okay, let me give you the scenario. Let me give you a scenario that I would do if, if I was magically the GM of the Bears. And let me know what you think about the scenario. Let's say I'm the I, I'm I'm Ryan Poles. I get, phone rings. Carolina's calling. They said, "Jer, they said, Jeremy, I, I, we need a quarterback. We're we're asked. We had Baker Mayfield. He was ass. We threw Sam Darnold in there. I know some people have big time SDS syndrome. Uh, he'll he'll sign somewhere. We 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 need a quarterback. We have Matt Corral. We we don't have much. So I say, okay, I trade down to nine. Right, Carolina has the ninth pick. Yes, Carolina has the ninth pick, seven and ten. Actually, the first overall pick, the nine, I get. Let's say the ninth overall pick, next year's first, and maybe a second or third round pick this year. Do you think that's a, do you think that's an unrealistic haul? Like, let's say the, the number nine pick, the second or third round pick of twenty twenty three, and then the next year's first. Is that you think that's too much or realistic? Well, to trade up eight spots, we would only get – so we'd swap picks, and then we'd only get a second round next year and a first next year. We get a first next year and or, a second sorry, a this second, year. Sorry, a second this year. I mean, no, I, I feel like if you look at old uh, halls for the number one overall pick, teams are getting way more than that. I feel like the standard is higher. Like okay. like I said earlier, like I, I'm not expecting like a super crazy – like we're in the 49ers traded up for Trey Lance. Like I'm not expecting stuff like a haul like that, especially mm-hmm. with this quarterback class. But – 
when you're trading up eight picks and um, you're only getting a second in the same year in return, I feel like, you know, you, we could do a bit better than that. Okay, even better. We get even better than that. We get even more picks. So that's okay. even better. We get that. So so basically a scenario where I feel like I'm getting a haul. A, a, yes. Yeah. You get okay. a haul picks. You get a haul picks. You trade down to nine. All right. Let's say then I, I select Anthony Richardson or Will Levis. You hear me out. Don't go crazy. Hear me out. <laughs> then you use the additional picks through that trade. As or to the trade as capital, or you build your positional needs. So you have 118 million dollars, as you said, right? Okay. We have multiple draft picks. We we've got a haul for that first overall pick. We select Anthony Richardson, who is a very big project, but in my eyes, very in my big, estimation, very big project. <laughs> a very big project, but he has a lot of tools. As you said, there's a lot of teams have to fall in love with these quarterbacks. Is Bryce Young 5'10", 190 pounds? Is he him? I, I don't know. Is CJ Shroud, Ohio State? Not, I don't know. I mean, if Justin Fields, if he's Justin Fields 2.0, he doesn't have Justin Fields' running ability. So we don't know how good he is. I think Anthony Richards is the highest ceiling. And you know that. I would take him at nine. So we have that whole haul, Anthony Richardson at nine, and Justin Fields. So we have two quarterbacks. Today, in today's NFL, and this is my thinking, today's NFL, QBs are currency. You know how much a QB to a franchise means, right? Having the franchise guy. You just have to select that guy and, and nail that pick, that position, and you're set for the next 10, 15 years. Look at, um, look at, look at the, the, the Bengals, Joe Burrow. Remember when Joe Burrow's rookie year? He got annihilated, no line, but the team improved, and they were able to do a bunch of things now that they have a franchise guy. Patrick Mahomes, another guy. They, yeah. had, they had Alex Smith, who had a great season, still drafted Patrick Mahomes. I, I, QBs are currency. I, I think people look at it and go, oh, my God, they have, there's two QBs. Like, they're fucked. Why not get Anthony Richardson and Justin Fields or, or Will Levis and Justin Fields Use those picks. You have 120 million in cap space. Get weapons, linemen, um, defensive players, all that stuff. Rome wasn't built in a day, and you and you agree with this, right? We don't have to transform the team in one year, one offseason, right? Oh yeah, I agree. A championship contender needs way more time than one season to be built. You could maybe flip uh, flip a switch like the Jags did in a bad division and make the playoffs. But to build a true contender, it's going to take more than one year. But again, these perennial contenders have their QBs. That's the most important position. Who cares? Yeah. Okay. There's, a, there's a saying that every year, if I was a GM, someone would say, every year as a GM, I would just take a quarterback because that's the position you need. Same thing with linemen, right? If you get good linemen, it fixes a lot of issues. Sometimes QB play, running back, stuff like that. It gives you more time. Right. Look at the perennial contending teams. Dak Prescott. The Cowboys, they have their guy. Bengals, Joe Burrow, they have their guy. Bills, you know, I think Josh Allen would murder someone to win the MVP, but he's a good player. You know, they have him. Aaron Rodgers before this year, right? Every year they're contending because they have their guy, Super Bowl contenders. The Rams last year, Matt Stafford, he's good. Now he's getting, he's bruised, battered and bruised. Probably his best years are behind him, but they won a championship with him. Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, even though, you know, we say that his play style isn't 
you know, the longevity of that play style isn't, was it isn't great, but he's still, you know, a franchise guy. And then, you know, what we were, we were saying earlier in the podcast, Jalen Hurts. So okay. obviously the QB position matters. So why not get the guy with the highest ceiling and needs time to sit in Anthony Richardson? He can't play right away. You have Justin Fields, who's a good project, who's a good also project and has a lot of upside as well. You give Justin Fields the two years to see if he plays well. If he's good, great. You have your franchise guy. You built around him. You had the, the extra picks. You signed a bunch of good players in free agency. You, you're in a good position. If he's if he's bad or he, he busts, guess what? You have the highest potential quarterback of this draft class who sat for two years ready to go, and you're still possibly contending. I okay. I, 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 can, I can imagine your face right now through the phone, and you probably <laughs> like are laughing your ass off, but well, is well, that – a terrible idea. No, and I, I like that. I like the thorough explanation. I, I looked at you know, you obviously like thought it out very well. Mm-hmm. I, I think I agree with the logic of it. Like I, I definitely agree with how you got to why we should take Richardson. Like it mm-hmm. makes sense. Everything mm-hmm. you're saying makes sense in theory, but like the problem is. is all these people you listed out where they drafted quarterbacks, like, you know, Alex Smith, when they drafted Patrick Mahomes. And uh, I don't know if you, I don't know if you mentioned, but, but like, you know, drafting Jordan Love. Right. While they have Aaron Rodgers, drafting Trey Lance while they have Jimmy Garoppolo, or even when, when the Patriots drafted Jimmy Garoppolo, when they had Tom Brady, right? Like, right. Th- these all make sense, but you have to look at the scenario these people were in. These quarterbacks were all picked. Because their starting quarterback, sorry, they for Tom Brady for Aaron Rodgers, it was obviously an age thing, right? You, you have an aging quarterback. Mm-hmm. Everything you said is perfect in that scenario. You have an aging quarterback. You need a guy who can step up in case this guy leaves, retires, uh, can't play anymore. Everything you said is spot on in that scenario. The the Jimmy Garoppolo and. Um, Alex Smith scenarios, those guys weren't exactly, I mean, Alex Smith was getting old, but like those guys weren't exactly terrible. They were, they were serviceable. They were still good quarterbacks, I think, but we knew what their ceiling was. They were at their ceiling. So it's like, okay, well now we want a guy in case these guys just aren't doing it for us. You know, we have another guy ready to go. So again, another scenario where exactly what you just explained, it works out to draft a quarterback in the first round while you already have a quarterback. The problem with this fields and like you said, the jury the jury is still out on fields if you mm-hmm. perform it and, and improve again next year. But mm-hmm. that's the issue. When you have a second year quarterback, it doesn't make sense in my eyes to ever like think about moving on from that, especially when he's shown improvement and he's literally had like the second best running year for a quarterback ever after Lamar Jackson. Like you have to take these things into account. I know people don't want to admit, like, oh, he's a running quarterback. Like, who cares? Like, I, I think it's worth it. I think he's more durable than Lamar Jackson. He's bigger than Lamar Jackson. I don't think he's going to get hurt like Lamar has been these past two years. Mm-hmm. We have to invest everything into this guy right now while we have the resources and make him better. I don't think stashing a quarterback would be, like, a good use of our – resources at the time like it, it just doesn't make sense to me I, I don't think it's ridiculous 
I don't think it's as ridiculous as like people might be making you out to seem when you say like, oh, we should draft Andy. Oh, I was attacked on Twitter, D-Hall. <laughs> they, no. they, 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 they edited a ball sack on my chin. Yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't think you deserve any ball sacks on your chin, but like, I definitely think for me, it's an outlandish idea. I don't think it'd be worth it. I, I would be a little bit. No, I mean, I, I can't even say it'd be a little bit. I'd be very disappointed if we drafted like a quarterback in the first round. It just doesn't make sense to me. Be, be I, honest, I, though. Be I, honest, I though. Be honest, though. If they draft Bryce Young number one, or let's say they go with my idea, week one, you're you're all in though. As a Bears fan, you're you're, you're bought in. You're bought into the process. Are you asking if I'd buy into the process if we drafted Bryce Young? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the fan in me wants to say like. Yeah, trust the process. Like, if it ends up being okay and we're good, like, you know, you'll be fine. You're not going to hate it. Like, it, yeah. it's like the whole, you know, when the, it's going back to any draft when, you know, somebody's picked that nobody likes the pick and they end up playing well. Like, you look stupid later. Like, I'd be like, okay, fine. Let's see what happens. But this is like the first time that we see that our quarterback was literally the best player. Was Justin Fields literally not, like not the best player on our team this year? I would say that Justin Fields was was a was a playmaker. I, when the, when things were down, he he found ways with his legs. But I, I'm just saying, passing the ball was a little sketchy. Or was sketchy. Yeah. But, but, like, but think of it like that. Would would you not say he was the best player on our team this past year? Was he was he not the number one person to put us in a spot to win this past year? Yeah, I, I mean, I would agree with you. He, he was, but like that's but it's it's losing football. They they were three they're three and fourteen. They're, they're down every week. It's just him running around. If you're trying to build a contender, tanking and contending is two different things. You have to be able to throw the ball and come back. The playoff game with the Jags and the Chargers, like if, the, if they ever went down like that, could you see Justin Fields throwing them out of it? Like coming, throwing them back into a comeback? I, I don't. Like he could, he could run with his legs, but yeah, how, how far can that take you in the, in the playoffs when it, when it comes down to precision throws or – you know, a- accuracy or, or like when, when, when the situation calls for well, it. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't, I don't think we have to, we can discredit his passing game after two years at this point, just because of the resources he has. And you, you've seen the games, you, you've watched all the games with me. Like he's had flashes of great throws. He can, he can chuck it, dude. Like he definitely, when he's given time, he's made some great throws this year. He's made uh, the, there was a one Anthony Pettis catch. I think it was against the commanders that he made on the run. Like he has the talent, he has the arm strength. I don't see why we can't improve on that. I don't I, I think, think. I mean, I think it's. I mean, you could say that Zach Wilson showed flashes too during his first couple of years. No, but Zach. I, no, he didn't though. He, 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 he's not. He's not. You can't. You can't they, put Zach Wilson. No, in the same I, I'm not trying to compare. Zach Wilson sucks. I'm, I'm willing. Yeah. I'm telling you, Zach. I'm with you. Zach Wilson sucks, but there was flashes, and I'm just saying that you don't want to double down on a possible mistake. So I'm not saying. I'm not saying Justin Fields a mistake, but I'm saying giving yourself a scenario yeah. so we're not trying to be we're not trying to be normal Nihal. we're i'm trying to ryan poles called me because he wants to build a contender I'm, I'm just trying i'm trying to be different think outside the box right give us in, in a prime scenario where we could if if the chips fall and they're not on our side we're, we're in good position to rebound yeah I, I let, let me give you an example and this is a little different a little different because it was the same draft but the the redskins or sorry the commanders drafted Kirk Cousins and RG3 in the same draft class. Kirk Cousins was a fourth round pick. Obviously RG3 but, was the guy. Again, again, that's 
you're you're talking two different scenarios. If if they had RG three those first two years, do you think they're taking Kirk Cousins in that in the in uh in coming into his third year? Because I don't think RG three got hurt till his third year, right? I thought it was his uh was it his rookie year he got hurt? I thought. Yeah, they were nine and six his rookie year. They they made the play because did he get hurt in the playoffs? Yeah, he played on that torn torn yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah, so right. I, so it wasn't right was the same. Fine, but but, but the scenario I'm, I'm saying is if, if let's say barring injury, mm-hmm. Robert Griffin had well, granted he he obviously looked way better than Justin Fields did his rookie year than Justin Fields did in this also a run first quarterback. Yeah, but like in that situation, that same scenario, like if you're taking a quarterback. And then you two years pass by, and he's showing improvement. He's showing that he can, you know, make plays on his feet, whatever it may be. But he can make plays to like put the offense in a good position to score and possibly win games. Mm-hmm. Why would you go turn around and draft a quarterback in the first round? I don't think it's ridiculous for the Bears to draft a quarterback. Don't get me wrong. It, but mm-hmm. my argument is it should not be done in the first round. I, I think I think that's where I differ with you. I don't think okay. Anthony Richardson or Will Levis is worth spending first round draft capital on i think these guys are so highly touted in the first round just because this quarterback class is ass so and there's so many teams in need of a quarterback i think anthony richardson and will levis are going to be picked higher than their actual value so so you're so you're it seems like you're opening up to the idea of not one of one like you're not drafting bryce young at one and you're not at that spot right if you trade down for some assets and then draft a quarterback I know you don't want it in the first round. That's not as crazy of an idea, though. No, no, and that, that's what I'm saying. Like, what you're proposing is obviously, like, you have your guy, Anthony Richardson. You like Anthony Richardson. I love Anthony Richardson. So, chat, chat, or, or listeners, I, I want you guys <laughs> to, to, to mark me down for this. Hold it against me if I'm wrong. In four years, you will be saying, holy shit, Anthony Richardson. Why didn't we think he was the number one guy this whole time? Similar freshman, uh, first-year starting numbers to Lamar Jackson in college. Just, just note that, okay? Oh God, okay, whatever. I, that's fine. I, we can play the tape back later. But why would we reach for some a position that we don't need? Essentially, that, that's that's what it boils down to. Why would we reach for a quarterback that we don't need? If we want to draft a quarterback, that's fine. I agree. That's what I was saying. I actually completely agree with your logic. Like exactly what you said when you laid it all out. Mm-hmm. Essentially, you're saying you need an exit plan. Every every team needs well, an exit plan somewhere or another. It, it, it's not even an, an an. I mean, yeah, technically, it, but I don't even look at it as an exit plan of like, hey, like, no. Well, I, I'm, I'm I'm anticipating Justin Fields to be awful. I actually think that Justin no, Fields. I know what you mean. Yeah, will, will be will be like a good quarterback in the NFL. My my logic is this: that if you have Justin Fields and he does well, right? If he is that franchise guy. Because I think if he plays up to his potential that everyone says he will be, he's like a playmaker. Like he is like a a Josh Allen type, right? Like he could carry, like he could he could run, he could throw. Because that seems like what this, everyone thinks he's going to be. I, I don't I don't think that Justin Fields is going to be like a a mid tier guy, right? Like a mid, like oh he's all right. I feel like it's it's he's going to be that superstar Josh Allen guy, or he's going to be like it's going to be like oh damn we need a new quarterback. So I, my logic is, let's say you do get, you do get Justin Fields, and he takes that strides next year. And as we said earlier, there's QBs that do good with less. But let's say again, we have 118 million dollars in cap space. Let's say we get weapons. We we maybe draft one in the second round or, or third with the new with that through that uh, trade down, right? 
Let's say yeah. he shows promise. The most important position is the quarterback position. If he does well, great. We, that's a franchise guy. We, we, we know he's the guy. He, we, we had all the capital. We have a good team. Because even if we do get Richardson at nine, Justin Fields takes the next steps. We, we have next two years, we surround him with talent. We know he's the guy. Then we're still good. And if then it comes to that case, we, you could trade Anthony Richardson. Because I, I also don't think that because a guy sits, yes, he's not going to get like a – we're not going to get like a, oh, my God, like a first-round pick haul like if you traded Anthony Richardson after that. Jimmy G was traded for a second. And that was because that they – he. Belichick was had a relationship with the 49ers. He didn't want to send him to the Browns and like ruin his career, right? So you could probably still get a, a, a good haul after those two years for Anthony Richardson, especially if he shows promise, right? Yeah, fair that's enough. my logic. It's not like a fuck Justin Fields, like no, he's going to be awful. I, 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 I didn't by exit plan. I didn't mean it like that. I meant like you need options. You need to keep your options open. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it's wrong to keep your options open. I don't think it's wrong by exit plan. I don't think it's wrong to have. You know, let's say, you know, worst case scenario, Justin Fields is shit and we do need an exit plan. We have it, right? Mm-hmm. It's good to have that option. It just – I can't fathom having the number one overall pick, trading down, and then using it on a quarterback that we in return would have to reach for for a guy that we're not even going to have starting, essentially. And, and to replace a guy that I think – consensus most you know every Bears fan almost wants you know this guy to come back next year and play so it 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 just doesn't register in my mind like for you know that that's even worth it I don't think we need to take that there there's gonna be like you said there's the Brock Purdy's of the world I know that that guy's one in a million but like there's quarterbacks that are taken later that you know if they're going to sit back and watch a quarterback play for a few years I don't think it's ridiculous to say that they can be developed I don't know how this draft class looks outside of, you know, Will Levis, the, the top four QBs. Mm-hmm. But if, if that's a route we want to take, I, I don't think it's ridiculous to take that route. I just don't think it's worth to take a quarterback in the first two, maybe even three rounds. Like if we have like low level NFL talent later rounds serve as a backup, that's fine. You know, take that because our current backup is fucking Trevor Simeon. Like that guy's not, we know what that guy is. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Let's take a rookie who, maybe could develop into something better. But we know who Trevor Simeon is. We know who fucking Nathan Peterman is. Like, that's fine. Draft a, another quarterback to be behind Fields. Fields is injury, you know, not injury prone, but he opens himself up to a lot of injury with his play style. So, yeah. I get it. Let's draft a quarterback. Let's have another guy. Quarterbacks are currency. Mm-hmm. I just don't think – I don't think the, the currency aspect of it is worth drafting a quarterback this early when we have so many gaps to fill. So – you're saying too that even if let's say Anthony Richardson falls the second round, even after trading down, so you got the assets, you traded down from one, you got additional assets. Anthony Richardson falls to the second round with the, with the Ravens draft pick, you take him at late two. Are you are you, are you pissed? So, or are in, you more, in this are scenario, you more, are, are you more of like a? Hendon Hooker in the fourth, fifth round guy. Like, that's okay. Like, then, yeah, then there's, still, there's still enough, there's still enough upside with a Hendon Hooker that you'd be like, all right, if, if Fields does go down, there's someone at least exciting enough in the, in the wings waiting. I mean, yeah. I guess in this scenario, you say, like, oh, if he falls, you know, well, first of all, that's concerning if Anthony Richardson goes from top 10 prospect to bottom second round. But like, he won't. He will not. <laughs> but, 
anyway, like in this scenario, if if the Bears were to trade down, we fill some of the gaps that like, you know, me personally and like the team needs like or like what I want to see. Then I wouldn't be completely disappointed if we decided to take an Anthony Richardson in a late second round. That's I mean, uh, Eagles did that with Jalen Hurts, right? When they had Carson, yep. Carson Wentz wasn't shit like he another was another good example another good example Carson Wentz was really good not he was wasn't he MVP or was he close second or top three in MVP voting right yeah then he got hurt yeah then he got hurt and then he came back he wasn't as good yet I think he struggled a bit but they drafted Jalen Hurts in the second round mm-hmm. I obviously paid off heavily now I don't think it's ridiculous for the Bears to do that I'm just I want to put it out there that like I'm very against benching Justin Fields next year in any circumstance even if he's I mean if he plays like the first five games of this year if he if he does that for a stretch next year then yeah maybe we have discussions about like okay put this guy on the bench maybe he's not it whatever but if we do draft a quarterback it's def for me it's definitely a guy it needs to he needs to be stashed he should not see the field right so let's say yeah question let's say Justin Fields struggles next year. First five games out the gate, he it's 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 bad. He, his throwing, like, might, like maybe are we talking reg- like as bad as this year? Yeah, like it's 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 regressed, or it's okay. obvious that it, it wasn't like, um, like so. Let's say like the last game, like what was the last game this year? What he was like seven to twenty three throwing or something like that. Like let's say like that kind of situation happens again. He has a couple of those games in the first five games. Are you are you thinking of a damn Justin or are you gonna? It's Justin. Maybe we, we, we need, might need to look at another quarterback. Or are you thinking like, you know what? We're gonna double down and we're gonna maybe get rid of. We're gonna throw the throw the kitchen sink at uh, Eberflus, and we need to get an offensive minded guy. So then it's another year of a new coach, new regime to try to see if Justin Fields is that guy. Just just a hypothetical. You know, it's a lot I just threw at you. But what what would that? How would you feel about that playing out? Yeah. Well. Because that's that gets into my thing of don't double down on a on a, a possible mistake. And again, do not shoot me, Bears fans. I think Justin Fields will be fine. But I'm just saying that the idea of you know maybe having you know actually I'm not offended by that. The exit plan. I, I think the exit plan strategy is is a fair term for it. Yeah. No, and and don't like. I I would say I would never. Like if Justin Fields sucks next year or whatever, and the. The narrative is to like, oh, maybe it's the coach. We need a new coach. I, I don't agree with that. I don't think at this point we can blame anything on a coach or coaching staff. Like, people will make it work with the right roster. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, like the the Broncos thing, Hackett sucks. He's out, right? He got fired after one year. That's fine. Right. But that's not usually the case when teams have like, you know, if the roster is good, the team will most likely – play well it, it's the coaches who have bad rosters and do a lot with bad rosters that are held in high regard I don't think the solution to Justin Fields playing bad would be you know changing the coach I don't think that's going to do anything I would agree if if he has an abysmal year next year from, you know out the gate and starts bad and e- even after we've basically you know spent money and built around him right like in this scenario if, if we had done the offseason right to everybody's like standards and everybody thinks like, okay, we've made good moves. Like we should be a a fringe playoff team. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then he comes out the gate and plays like like that. That is extremely concerning. And yeah, I, maybe there'd be discussions about is there is this the guy? And it would be nice, right, if we did have a quarterback just in case. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I don't. I guess I can't put it in words the best way. But like, I, I really just don't see any scenario where we would take the risk of wasting a first round pick for a quarterback to replace a guy who we've seen improve over the course of his second year. So it's like, would you, would you want to use that and then risk, you know, having Justin Fields lacks like support in other areas. It's like when, you know, they drafted Jordan love instead of giving Aaron Rodgers more weapons. Like that didn't benefit him. Obviously we see that now, like it's, it's hurting them more than it's helping them. So to be fair, Jordan love is a good exit plan, but so, so what would be a, a, the additional support that he would need that the Bears can't get through, you know, free agency? Like, would it be what, a rookie receiver? Well, well that's like, what I'm saying. I don't, I don't, we've seen the free agent class this year. Is it like that great? I don't know. And it's not offensively. Like, no. Yeah. And just because we have the most money doesn't mean we're going to land players. Like just because we have all this money, right. We can yeah. throw millions of dollars. Is it worth breaking the bank just to ensure that we get certain players because you know we can throw millions of dollars at orlando brown we can throw millions of dollars at deron Payne. we could you know pick up fat contracts like devonta adams through trades whatever it is but is that realistic like what's going to happen this offseason like look at the jags last year they threw a lot of money at christian kirk at the time we all thought it was a joke he ended up being really good Mm -hmm. evan ingram he was. It looked like he was regressing. He's had the best year of his career this past year. A mid Ingram breakout year. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so like, I, I I would want that would be a perfect scenario for the Bears, but I feel like that's such like a. It's such a pipe dream for that to happen for what the Jags did this past year. I feel like it's a pipe dream for us. I, I really do. I think that's like I think that's an outlier. It's it's unreal. It's also a very bad division, to be fair. Yeah, and they and. And let's be, I'll concede this, like Trevor Lawrence is a great passer, so it worked out for them. Yeah. I I can't sit here and tell you Justin Fields is like going to be a great passer like Trevor Lawrence. He's not there. He's not anywhere near Trevor Lawrence's passing ability. So -hmm. if we do all these moves, if we throw all this money, are are we going to be any better, um, any better off, you know, as opposed to drafting another quarterback and, and having him go through all that, I'd rather just run it back with Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. No, see, I, I, at least it's a very, it's a very, you're very level-headed when it comes to it. I, there's, I know there's some people that think it, that he's already Jesus Christ 2.0. He's already Lamar Jackson. I, I, I like your, I like the attitude of a, you know, there's, he's a project still, like, but he showed improvement and you just rather see the assets go a hundred percent of the assets go into seeing if he could succeed. That's fair, and I, I, I you're, it seems like you're more level-headed than the guys that drew a ball sack on my chin on Twitter. Um, so I, I appreciate that. I, I don't think, yeah, and like, like I said, I would rather draft where we need than spend money per se. It, it, and that's kind of where I was going at that. Like, we can spend and throw millions of dollars at these free agents, but let's get these guys as rookies. Let's build from the bottom up. I don't want to use draft capital on a QB because I want to build the positions that matter, have these guys on rookie contracts, and then we can sign what we sign in the offseason. I just 
there's been so much hype and so much anticipation about our cap space. And it's like, this could backfire on our face very easily. I really think it can. So like, I don't know. I, I think we need to use our resources during the draft. We need to draft where we need uh, the most help. And by resources around Justin Fields, I, that ain't, I don't mean just offense. I, I just mean, I don't mean to say resources around Justin Fields, but just the team as a whole. Like Justin Fields can put up 30 points and, and lose 45 to 30 if our defense isn't there, right? So right. That, that's what I mean by like, it doesn't make sense to have anything other than, you know, making the defense and O-line a priority. That, that's what I was saying earlier. Even if we don't draft receivers, I, I would be disappointed. I do want to see another receiver. I don't want to see Claypool be our number two. I think I would, I'd probably be throwing up if Claypool is our number two. Oh, but, like – His TikTok dances. Dude, yeah. I, I mean, I, fucking – fuck's sake, that guy is, is so cringe. And well, obviously he's, he looks pretty fucking shit as of right now. But I think there are needs – that need to be filled, and if I'm putting my like my ego aside and my my Bears fandom of what I want to see on the field, or oh, I think this player is going to be sick. If I'm putting that all aside and looking at it strictly from a what is successful for like most football teams, it is drafting our defense, signing good O linemen, or drafting good O linemen, and then you know the rest will fall in place as we come and. Like we said, and like we keep saying, this doesn't need to be a one-year thing. Like, the Jags made all these signings this past year. They made the playoffs. That's great. That was a perfect scenario. And I bet next year they'll, they'll, they'll get even more players. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Like, like more people will want to play with Trevor Lawrence now. They look like a good team. They'll attract free agents. I think we can do the same. We don't need to spend all our money this year. I, we can get – good guys on contracts will have cap space next year. We can get those free agents when they come next year. This doesn't have to be all built in one year. Right. All right. Let's wrap up the pod. Last thing. Who's winning the Super Bowl this year? Give me your prediction. I got San Fran, Philly, Chiefs, Bengals, I believe. Or no, Chiefs, Bills in the championship games. And then I got KC beating – or sorry, San Fran beating KC. San Fran beating KC. Okay, I actually, I actually had the same. I had San Fran and uh, Kansas City in the championship, but I have can I have KC winning. Get, get, give Mahomes another, win, another ring. I, I feel like, I feel like if the Chiefs play the Niners in the Super Bowl, it's gonna be another like when they played the Bucks and Mahomes just got shut down. Yeah, but the Chiefs line this time is good. Well, we'll see. I, I just want to see him win without Tyreek Hill after he lost him and he was trashing Jackson Mahomes. <laughs> Free Jackson. All right. Thanks, Nihal. I appreciate it. Yep. See you later.